When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello and welcome back to episode 16 of the Claret and Blue podcast. A little bit of a uh, memory lane episode, I think we're going to call it today, aren't we? Because Villa haven't played a game. Yeah, sweet 16. The winter break, yeah, sweet 16. It's never fun. been kissed. <laughs> it's flying by, isn't it? We're all having fun, aren't we? Still? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Come on, let's crack on. Okay. So, what do you think of the winter break, by the way? Let's start with that. What have you found, the winter break? I, I loved it, to be fair. I got a weekend <laughs> off. Um, so, yeah, last week was a bit of a mental one, Bournemouth and deadline day. So, yeah, oh, yeah I think uh, I enjoyed, enjoyed a week off and then back to it now. It's three months now, 14 games. Now The hard work starts now, so, yeah. I'm yeah. all for it. Every game's a cup final. I'd be jealous of and the lads as well, to, to be fair. All the photos are abroad. Yeah. Soaking it up while we're here, getting battered by a storm. <laughs> Have you seen people saying like, oh, they should be in training every day because they Oh, lost. that's annoyed me that. <laughs> I do. Oh, man. I think it's quite funny. What? They're not allowed to go on holiday? No, they're, they're not allowed. Yeah, if they'd have won at Bournemouth, they were. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what kind of deal is that? You can't have Thomas Cook, you know, God rest his soul, doesn't exist, but you can't go to the <laughs> travel agent and say, listen, I'm edging my bets here. If we beat Bournemouth, I want to get to Dubai. If not, you know, stay, yeah, should we just work. have a caravan in real? <laughs> don't get it. Let him nah, go away on a holiday. Yeah, I exactly. think it's quite funny. People just like a moan, don't they? Yeah. They want to die to a moan, but... Yeah. I saw somebody tweet saying, oh, you know, I don't think they should be allowed to eat. You know, if they haven't won the match, they shouldn't be allowed to eat. They should go on hunger strike. Just think, just let them go and chill out. You Come know, on. we're probably going to need them refreshed and, yeah. and you know, fully charged, don't we? We've the, said that with a few of the players look like they need a rest and now they've got the week off we've gone on holiday and back raring to go I have to flaunt it in our faces though do I <laughs> <laughs> it's more of the Ming's, the Ming's photo yeah we're all jealous I just look at my Ming's belly line thinking wow man makes me feel bad about myself yeah. play it like a tambourine couldn't you do I phone yeah that's it that's yeah, yeah. tambourine <laughs> mine's a tambourine <laughs> did you see, uh, oh, John is a big bass drum I think <laughs> you see John, John Terry's uh, comment on that Instagram post of John, uh, no. uh, Tara Ming's there's something like oh you've let yourself go mate you've let yourself go and he's like yeah back up Back on it next week. Back on it next week. Um, yeah, so it was weird without a game, wasn't it? I felt because it wasn't a real break. It wasn't like an international break with no one players because yeah. half half of the league played. The great thing is, is on um, Sunday night, match of the day actually became the one match, didn't he? It was match of the day. <laughs> that is, you know, with the West Ham Man City going being yeah. off, they yeah. one game to show. Um, All the results went our way as well. Yeah, no. Surprisingly. Was I wonder if we can do that and not play for the rest of the season and get <laughs> stay up that way. <laughs> yeah. So you had West Ham Man City called off, so that'll be played at some point and presumably Man City will probably win, yeah. won't they? Uh, Bournemouth lost to Sheffield United. Do we playing that on the morning of the cup final? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Um, I can't remember the other game. Brighton, Watford Brighton, was Watford it? Brighton, Watford was yeah, draw, draw, wasn't it? Yeah. we needed and, uh, somebody beat Palace as well, didn't they? Everton beat Palace. Everton, yeah. So... Yeah. Everything went our way. We oh, didn't yeah, lose. I've, been, I've been on the last all weekend celebrating. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> um, yeah, so back next weekend to Tottenham. I think we might do something later in the week, Tottenham specific. James has messaged me about potentially doing something. So. Why are we having this conversation? <laughs> I don't in know. The midst just, of this. I'm just saying. Just saying. So I'm, I'm basically filling for the fact there's no football to talk about. So what are we going to talk about? What have you got planned? 
What have I got planned when? For this podcast. Are you, nothing planned? Are you, are you, you were cool, didn't I? usually do all the research. I wanted to leave it to you this week. Have you, have you done any homework? Turn the camera off. <laughs> you done any homework? <laughs> no. Okay then. So, Wembley tickets are out Tuesday, tomorrow, as this is, goes out. They're out for the glory yeah. hunters like myself. They've been yes. out for proper fans like yeah. you for, um, <laughs> yeah. for a week, haven't they? Yeah. I'm a real fan, so I got mine last Tuesday at yeah. f- five past five, because yeah. I've had a season ticket since the year we went down, so... Yeah, you're a proper fan. I'm a proper. I'm a real Villa fan, I'm yeah. not you. My dad's a bigger fan than you, <laughs> than your dad. What do you think about all that? The the whole kind of that whole it's competition real fan thing. Yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're all, we're all Villa, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. that's all I say. I was joking, by the way. I don't I really know. think I'm a, a real fan. Just so some people take there. it to heart, don't yeah, they? Yeah, some people do. Some people don't like that. Yeah, I don't know whether that can be very. I don't know whether you can have a sliding scale of fandom really it's I've got mates who are kind of obsessive kind of OCD villa who yeah. have been go home and away every single game even yeah. go home and away with the under 23s mm. and you know as much as I kind of think that's a badge of honour yeah I've never missed a I've never missed a villa game since you know since I was two years old mm. I, I wonder sometimes well what have you missed you know you've probably missed your sister's wedding <laughs> you know your kids christening do you know what I mean I yeah. just think listen it's people's choices isn't it but I think some, some people can't afford to go every week yeah. or they've got kind of childcare issues exactly. so they can't can't go every week I don't you know I think there's enough there's enough things for, for us to, to moan mm. and you know mm. kind of complain about as, as football fans but yeah. I think you know I'm a bigger fan than you I don't get it it kicks, it kicks off with the ticket criteria, doesn't it? Yeah, that Sometimes. was Because it changed in it as well, the criteria. Yeah. It was first, I saw somebody say something like, the first criteria I had them was getting like a 40% chance of getting a ticket yeah. and then Villa changed and I was like, I've got like a 5% chance now, but it, it's more fair yeah. the way it's worked out now yeah. than it was before. It's always hard, isn't it? Um, I don't know what the criteria was everyone. before. So. But it's one of them, isn't it? It's just, I think, I think if you're a season ticket holder, you're guaranteed a ticket if you want one. Because yeah. we've got 35,000 allocation or something like that, and there's mm. 30,000 season ticket holders, but it's not going to go down to general sale, is it? I wouldn't have thought. No, I was um, reminiscing the, the other day about back in the day when you two were, were, I don't know whether you even be born, remind me when you're born again. 95. 95. December 90. Oh, wow. All right, so you were, you were kicking around a little bit, but <laughs> 94 for the. Uh, was he playing? <laughs> were you playing up front? <laughs> <laughs> for the Man United Cup final, we, you could. Uh, either keep ticket stubs or season ticket you'd have your season ticket yeah. book or you could collect tokens from the back of your programme which is a ridiculous situation now to think that you might not have even attended a game you might just be a programme collector <laughs> that yeah. had just gone and, and got them and uh, it, it's surreal so I'd, I'd got a season ticket back then so I was more of a fan than, than most yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my dad was like a, a Fairweather fan. In fact, my dad's a Wolves fan, but we'll go into that another time. Oh, let's go but into that now. I'd managed to uh, c- get tickets, vouchers for him to go, just so, uh, you know, what myself, I've, I've petered out. <laughs> it was ridiculous because I kind of liked keeping my, I got like little kind of binders and stuff. I like keeping my programs and things, so I'd rather my dad didn't go and have me programmed <laughs> intact without these little oh, bits yeah. cut, out the, cut out the side yeah. of them. What a strange time that you could get into a, a cup final from ticket uh, programme stubs. Mad, isn't it? Is Imagine weird. doing it now. The programme yeah. sales would be through the roof. And and that's that's probably their way of kind of <laughs> reinventing, you know, I, I don't know how many programmes they sell now, but they don't sell more than kind of five or 10,000 per mm. 35,000 crowd or whatever. No idea. Um, but yeah, crazy situation. Yeah. So obviously people asked us last week about what we're going to get up to when Villa don't play. 
what did you get up to first of all I don't think he even got up. Anyone wanted to, what did I get up to? Yeah, I didn't do anything on Sunday. I was just lying did down I do all day. Saturday. I watched two films on Sunday. Hmm. I went to the um, I went to the Badger set. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's a beef eater just up the road. Yeah, so it was all right. nice there. Not yeah, I've not, not been there. I've not been there before. <laughs> I don't good. think. What did you have? So, um, for a name, the Badger set. It's good it? actually. It's nice. I had steak and kidney pie. The one or, by Quinn? Or beef. And, I think it was like beef and doom bar pie or something like that. Nice. But um, <laughs> I think we. That served it with mash, didn't I? And I didn't want mash, so I asked for chips. <laughs> Can I say? I'm a horrible person. <laughs> nice. Uh, brilliant segue onto you, by the way, because I saw a picture of you over the weekend working at McDonald's. Was that what you oh, were doing Oh, God, yeah. Work stitching me up. A little Saturday job, was it? No, no, no. Explain the story. Why? We'll put a picture on screen. What are you doing working at McDonald's, Ash? Is this Back a side in- project? No, it was just a feature when I was on the news desk. Um, that's what we used to get up to, just faff around. <laughs> Do a little mini shift in McDonald's and come back and write about it. So, yeah, and then nice. the worker stitched me up putting a McDonald's story out. And they put it on every social media page going, thinking I, I work at McDonald's now. I've had loads of people saying, you work at McDonald's now. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I know Villa aren't playing this week, but no. Nah. Oh, that's great. So, real stitch up that was. Explain to people that probably don't know, because I didn't really know. I did know, but I didn't really. Mm. That you were on news before reporting on video. I was, yeah, news for how's four that, years. How has that happened? How did it happen? Yeah, what's the story there? The story? Proper, yeah. proper journalism, that's, that's the route that people that, should go. Yeah. Is it really? Gives oh, you a sense of perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, let's hear about it. So, because I wanted to ask you whether you were working at the last time Villa played at Wembley. I was, yeah. So that was May. It was May. For the player final just gone. And I started the Villa role in June, so, okay. yeah, Matt, Matt tapped me up <laughs> uh, from news. Um, Are we allowed to say that? And then, <laughs> and then yeah, so, I was enjoying myself at Villa, but previously at News, yeah, we covered it's different day every day. That's yeah. the that, that was the beauty of it, really. You come in, don't know what's happened, what happened last night. You go to crime scenes, you go to little working McDonald's if you want to <laughs> buy, buy, yeah. buy machetes and different weapons. Exactly, yeah. Remember so, that story from my first day. All going on, but um, yeah, enjoyed it as well. Do you know oh, my first ever day on work experience at the Halzone News back when I was oh, the Halzone News thirteen or fourteen? Mm. I thought that I thought that that journalism <clears> was going to be like this every single day. Mm. Followed the, there's been the, it was like a bit like now, to be honest, like, well, not like right this minute, but there's a storm, there's a storm of brewing. <laughs> and, um, there was a fella up in some flats near, um, near Rowley Regis and a big pane of glass blown out of his, um, his greenhouse. I don't know why, I mean, this is great reporting because I'm not sure, I think we were there yeah. just as soon as the emergency services, basically. Well, this bloke, pretty gruesome story, to be honest. I don't know why I'm telling it, but this <laughs> bloke had gone to move this pane of glass, this old fella. Yeah. Another gust of wind had blown him, and he'd landed on this, on this glass. So it's killed him. And I'm there oh within oh kind of 10 God. minutes of it yeah. happening. Yeah. Like scenes of crime stuff there. They're all taking photos. I'm thinking, blimey. Oh, yeah. Did you say you're 13 or 14? Thank you. you say you're 13 yeah, or 14? Yeah, yeah. Why are you there? Because <laughs> I'm on work experience with a reporter. <laughs> Sorry, did I miss that bit? <laughs> yeah, 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 you did, but surely you'd have gone, we'll leave you at home for this one. There's a dead I, man I didn't here. think they thought it was going to be as graphic as yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a wow. cat up a tree Because you know, I mean, well, yeah, well, that was, that was my kind of news background. <laughs> yeah. Cats up trees and council meetings and <laughs> church fights and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. I was really at the cutting edge of it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So you've never seen... It actually gives you a real sense of perspective, to be honest. So yeah. when... I upset a football manager or a centre forward because he's Mr. Sitter and mm. you give him a two out of ten or whatever <laughs> and they kind of get the hump. It gives you a sense of perspective if you've yeah. been a news reporter and you've gone and done. Do you know what death knocks are? No. Oh, yeah, well, we can tell someone that somebody's died. Yeah, you go, well, you don't, you, we don't tell them, we have to <laughs> go there. 
That's what the police do. Yeah, the police, <laughs> we're not there that fast. No. Death knocks are when you have to go and try and get an interview out of somebody who's oh, lost a, a spouse or a relative or something like that. So, yeah. Have you done that? Yeah. So oh, you've, you've done that Terrible. kind of thing. You've been in, like I say, you've been in court cases, in murder trials, you've been at um, inquests, all these type of things. I think it gives you a really good grounding. So I'm not saying that football and sport's not serious. Of course it is. We love it. That's why we devote mm. kind of every waking hour to it. But it's perspective, in it? Mm. That manager's got the hump because you wrote something nasty about him. Oh, well. <laughs> Deal with it, do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm glad you managed to swing that story back around to be football-related because I was worried <laughs> we were getting very, very off-topic then. On the subject of that, you just said that you've not worked on sport when Villa have been to Wembley before. Mm. Have you? Have you worked in yeah. Wembley Press? Yeah, we've saying this. Villa have been to Wembley, haven't they, in the last... Well, yeah. This is the seventh time. Yeah. This is the seventh time in the last ten years <laughs> yeah. and six of those times... No, sorry, five of those times I've been there as reporting on it. What's that like? It's weird, you know, because I went to two player finals, one when I was reporting on it and the other when I was there as a fan with my son. And I had the right way around. Yeah, the well, one we it, won when you were there as a fan. I was there I was there as a fan last year when, when we won it. Nice. Um, what I would say about being there as a reporter when we when we, we lost it it kind of numbs the pain a little bit because you're so busy trying yeah. to do your job yeah. and just kind of cover it as best best you can that you probably don't really feel it until you get home and you think, oh God, we're blowing that. Yeah. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Whereas being there when we won it, the joy of being there with my lad, I'm not sure I could have, you know, there's a kind of etiquette in press boxes where you're not supposed to, you're not supposed yeah, to be yeah. as partisan as you feel yeah. and you have to kind of be reserved. So... Do you know what I mean? I should probably, probably feel this when we when we go and win 7-0 um, <laughs> against Man City. Uh, you can celebrate all you want if it happens. But like. yeah, oh, it's, well. um, it's a weird situation. But I've got used to, to losing at Wembley yeah. so often that having that kind of safety net of reporting on it has been, been, been quite therapeutic in recent years. Mm. So those times that you've worked there have been all the ones since 2010, or is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So where was, when was the last time we cup final in 2000, before then? Yeah. So yeah, so I've been to you've talked so about the 94, 96 fans, yeah. and 2000 as a fan. Then 2010, the FA Cup semi-final. So 2010, we lost to United. Yeah. 2010, we lost to Chelsea in the FA Cup. 2015, we beat Liverpool, then lost to Arsenal. Um, and yeah, then it was the, the playoffs, wasn't it? So, mm -hmm. so you, what are you doing this year, by the way? Is it fan or work? I'll let you know whether I'm a big enough fan to get a ticket tomorrow, mate, to be honest. Uh, I'm going as a fan, hopefully. But what I, will, what I would say, just so just so my colleagues don't think I'm swinging it, I went as a fan against um, Derby, the yeah. playoffs, but I took my laptop, stuck it in my boot, <laughs> and wrote a, you know, rush back, ran the gauntlet of, of Derby fans on the corner, <laughs> in the pub on the corner, went back and tapped away on me, uh, you know, tapped nice. away some wonderful pros. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice so the last time we went there and you were there as a fan we won and same time this time in March you go as a fan we win again oh well, that's yeah, the fate you didn't bother turning up yeah. have and also play West Ham and get to be done with it I've booked my uh, ticket last week as I've mentioned because I got it on straight away <laughs> I can't even joke about it it's not even funny uh, in the same block and the same section as we were for the 2019 player final and I'm going to wear the same shirt as well superstitious are you? yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I'm not really but I feel like with those kind of things, you kind of have to a little bit. Have you got any superstitions for day-to-day -day day life? Day. Normal. Nah, um, no? I know people that like don't walk under like signs and stuff. Mm. 
I don't like walking under scaffolding because I feel like it might collapse. <laughs> Probably the way the weather's bringing the last few <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah. yeah, it's a wise move. How about you? Football superstitions, anything like that? No. To be, no. To I like be work, fair. work related. Is there anything like you need to kind of? I'm quite OCD. Set your stuff up OCD in a certain way. OCD a little bit, yeah. I'll put my wallet there, my phone there. Be like, okay. A bit weird like that, but nothing too out of the ordinary now. I need to put my pants on before my trousers. <laughs> that order. Yeah. Unless I'm feeling like a superhero. <laughs> now, my superstition is two drains, two drains, three drains. Oh, I've heard about this. You wear this that. is weird, yeah. Honestly, even this morning I've done it. And on my way to the bus stop from my, near my house, mm. basically, if you walk over three drains, that's bad. No. Three drains in a row or three manhole covers in a row, mm. that's bad. I've heard different. Trust me, it's bad. <laughs> if you walk over two drains, so you can't you can't walk over two of the three drains. You've only got to walk out of a block of two drains. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah, I get you. Now, on my, my, my route to the, the bus stop by me, it's a couple of these two two drains, mm. these two dr- that are set. Oh God, this is fascinating, <laughs> isn't it? That are set, almost kind of, almost grown over with grass. So when it's raining, I'm kind of delicately tiptoeing, and I have to walk away from the pavement towards the road. And people are thinking, "What's this nut doing?" <laughs> yeah. So I walk onto the grass, tiptoe yeah. on them, back across onto the path, keep going, and then tiptoe back on again. That's it. It's kept me alive so far. So, <laughs> and you think that's the reason that you're still alive today? I think it probably is. Yeah. So I've heard that when there's a block of three, if you can walk on two blocks of two, but if there's three, you can't do three. No, you can do three. You can't do two. Is what I've heard. No, don't do it that way, around, Honestly, <laughs> instant death if that yeah. happens. So is that a football? I mean, a football-related superstition would have been better on a football ever, podcast. Is there anything you do on a match day? A football superstition? No, I used to, when I used to live at home. So I'm talking. Okay, 20 years ago now. I used to always ask my mum for a prediction. And she'd always say, she's like, oh, God, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> she'd yeah. say, I don't know, 2-1 or 3-1. Classic prediction, 2-1. Or 2-0. She'd always predict a win. And we'd always win. But that was more to do with the fact that we were good back then, <laughs> rather than the fact that it was a superstition or, or mystic mum. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Mystic yeah. mum. Okay. So, I know someone who used to, you know, the bridge by Whitton Lane? Yeah, someone um, I, I know when they walk towards the stadium they walk under there and they don't speak so if they're with family and stuff everyone goes in silence for whilst they walk under that bridge they've always done it as a superstition on a match day but what, what happens when you get battered like 6-1 by Man City you... well yeah that's the thing isn't it you know like you have like a lucky shirt or a lucky pair of socks whatever yeah. so like, well, t- one time that you lose is at the end of the streak like yeah like you've got these streaks of, oh, we've won, we've won one game, the clothes are all, they must be lucky, and then the next time you lose, oh, no, it wasn't. Mm. Full storm. I've never had, like, a lucky hat or yeah, anything like that. I used, to have, I used to wear that scarf all the time, and then I swapped it for a different one. It's got a stain on it, you think? <laughs> 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 I was just looking at it. It's been in the store cupboard since we used it on whatever episode it was when I wore it. And there's a dirty stain oh, on it. don't leave it, mate. You don't know what goes on in that store cupboard. <laughs> like, somebody's trod on it or something, or worse. Hey, on a similar similar rambling theme, yes. have you got one kind of Aston Villa possession that you prize above anything else? Oh, that's a good question. I wish you'd have asked me so I could prepare a proper answer. Um, I always have to, if I go down the match, I've got a little badge, a little villain badge I have. I like to wear that on my coat yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. I always, always dig it out, make what, sure I dig it out. What is it? Like, is it a, just like the crest? Or is like it no, the villain? No, the little villain. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny yeah. little villain. I mean, the smaller the badge, the better the look. <laughs> oh, I don't know what. 
So I've got a small villain. I've always put on my coat or something. You've got one on now, but it's so we've small. Got a we can't see. That, <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you know how big it is. It's how you use. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I've always dig, dig out that badge anyway. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing that profound. I've got what I wanted to do that I've not done yet because I didn't buy <laughs> so yeah great story this is this is the one I wanted to do this is what you could have won um, I didn't buy last year's shirt the Luke Roper one at the time because I don't really buy shirts every year just because expensive mm. and I'm tight <laughs> so I didn't buy it and then as you just just intercept him a minute the other night he texted me about something I said oh what are you up to he said oh, I'm just debobbling my jumper with a razor blade <laughs> so he's got a five pound jump this is to prove how tight he is he's got a five pound jump from Primark or something that rather than buying a new jumper he's kind of debobbled oh it with God. a razor blade anyway sorry you say on. that but that was because I didn't have a chance to go and buy anything so I was like oh I could do wearing this tomorrow to wherever I was going to work or whatever I was like oh I quite fancy that because just want, I want to wear it because everything else is in the wash or something and I was like oh it's really bobbler oh, I heard you'd gone up memory to buy a shaver for it no come off it come off it right. too much time on your hands if you're debugging jumpers <laughs> took ages as well <laughs> it really wasn't worth it no one noticed anyway uh, yeah so I didn't buy last year's shirt but I wanted to bobble at the <laughs> stop <laughs> stop derailing this podcast so I didn't buy it but then when we got some glory last year and actually did well so I oh, quite like to buy the shirt now it's like a memory of last year they're on eBay for like a hundred quid. Nice shirt, so isn't it? It's a really nice shirt, but I was like, I wish I bought it at the time now for sixty or whatever it was. But I wanted to get it framed with my Wembley tickets and the nice. a Jack Grealish and Dean Smith uh, photograph of them yeah. holding the trophy together. So I want to get that done and have it framed up on the wall. Why don't you buy this sheer shirt now and get it framed with your <laughs> cup final ticket? Because we won't win, will we? So why do I want to win? Last time, last time Villa had that green kit, ninety four. Yeah. They won the League Cup, so I don't think they're going to wear the green kit. I know they didn't wear it in the final last time, but last time they had a green kit, they won the Cup. <laughs> yeah. I'm clinging on to that as well. I bought the green kit the other, the other month. Oh, did you? Went down, went down to 30 quid. No, I thought, what do you think of that shirt? I think we might have talked about this before. Do you like it? It grew on me. I didn't like it to start with, but yeah, I like, I it's like different. It it's a big Marvel comics for me. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a massive fan. Um, did you get a picture of me in my green kit to put up? From yeah. Wembley 94. That's I'll it. Send it me. Oh, I ain't got the green one. I've all. Have I got the green one? Yeah. Oh, I've got the green one. Yeah. Send it me. I'll put it in. 22 minutes. That's it. Yeah. You have to do it today, though. I will. Okay. It's, yeah, uh, yeah so well. I've not got anything, really. I've got, oh, a, we, I've got a scarf. When I said I swapped the scarf, my dad gave me one from the 96 final that says League Cup winners. But I don't know where that is either. <laughs> it's at home somewhere, but I wear that to every game. I've got three items which I think and I hope are in my mum and dad's la- loft <clears> back <throat> at home. You used to have this little cuddly teddy bear but he's an elephant called Aston the Elephant who's claret and blue I used to love him mm. probably stinks because I never used to leave him <laughs> I think I had him he might have been imaginary friend he's <laughs> <laughs> a cuddly elephant called Aston the Elephant I used to was have that an official villa item I don't think so just, I, think just he, he might, I think they might have sold it in the villa shop but I think I, I named it yeah, you yeah. know <laughs> quite inspired like so that, is it claret and blue or is it just a yeah, normal yeah yeah no, it's okay. claret and blue okay yeah so it is oh, official then it's not yeah. just grey elephant it is official painted it um, I got this really nice holdall that was oh god it got the Villa Villains on I'll see if I can dig out a photo of it I've not been able to find it what, since either in the loft or on sale on eBay it's beautiful it's like kind of come back round. you probably look at it and probably think it's horrible I like retro it's kind stuff. of come back round in a kind of retro way Mm. Stay in your age there. I'm and the other, yeah, retro. that's it. When you when you close come back in fashion, God, he ain't <laughs> be a while for any more coming back in fashion. Um, and the third thing is my first ever match covering Aston Villa oh, nice. was a nil-nil draw against Leeds United under the Graham, in the Graham Taylor Graham Taylor Part Two 
so what we're talking 2002 yeah ish yeah. something like that yeah and I was working at Express and Styling as a, as a news reporter, you know, cats stuck up trees, death knocks, <laughs> yeah. all the glory. So to brighten, brighten that up, I went and watched Villa draw nil nil with Leeds. <laughs> but I did the report, and I managed to get it from the printing press, the actual plate that they oh, printed, nice. printed the paper on. I've got it somewhere. <laughs> Clearly taking pride of plates, but I've got it somewhere. But that was kind of a moment because, you know, since I was 11 or 12, I wanted to get paid for watching Aston Villa yeah. uh, I did I mean now I wish I'd have set my sights higher <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd have been an entrepreneur and earned billions of pounds but still you know you can, only, you can only achieve what you can achieve it's, but yeah, so yeah those, it's funny you've said that because that's jogged a memory that I, I've got press passes and stuff from when I was freelance for Villa yeah. that I've kept so it's like the Villa Lanyard with Villa versus whoever I've to kept those lanyards but you're supposed to get back yeah. on it yeah but yeah, I was like you're going to get a knock on the door tonight <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's my first time working about Villa, so I'm keeping it. I keep all my. If I'm not going there very often anymore, but I keep all my press passes, yeah, and yeah. team sheets, yeah, and yeah, programs. If I, if I, keep if programs just in case that he makes in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I can, if I, if I, there'll be there's times where I've worked for us now where you get like the proper laminated pass and everything. Yeah. And they come round and go, oh, passes back in. Whereas there's one that the first game I did, I think it was a Nottingham Forest game. To get a tracky top or a coat with a Yeah, yeah, big, big hoodie, just yeah. put it in. Yeah. I, I'm hoping they don't come round and say, passes back. And if they haven't, I've kept them. The, 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 the old lanyard police, mate, they're horrible. They are, they're very strict. <laughs> I said to the one the other week, I don't know, what, I can't remember where it was now. I was like, oh yeah, just finishing up, I'll be back down in a minute. And then I came down, he was like waiting for me, he was like, pass please. And I was like, oh, I thought I was going to get away with that. Keep yours. I've, I've, I've nicked this from the boxing before. I went to the Tyson Fury fight <laughs> about four years ago now. So I kept that. Nice. But uh, yeah, I've, got my, I've got a little, keep, keep them on my door handle. Like, yeah, yeah. And my shoe cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all hanging up there. Yeah, I've got a block of little uh, plastic wallet of all of them from meetings and memories, press passes and stuff. I've got like about. I think I've got an old ticket as well from not a first game, but like a paper ticket from a cup, uh, like the Blackburn semi cup yeah. final, it might have been. I got like five hundred copies of the Shropshire Starlight when I used to work there. Yeah, really. Yeah, I need to. I need to get a skip. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking actually the other day in the loft for match programs from '96 and '94. Yeah. Texting you both about it, I haven't managed to find it yet. We've got three massive plastic boxes of programs that my dad collected. And, uh, Is your loft boarded? <laughs> yeah. Is it? What a boring question. What? <laughs> Yours? Do you mean like on the floor, yeah. so you don't have to? Yeah, yeah, all the yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We did it not long ago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so we've got these massive tubs up there full of programmes from like early 90s to uh, when programmes started to go out of fashion a bit early 2000s, mid 2000s. So th- he said the 94 and 96 Cup final are both in there somewhere. So I've got to get ladders and go dig Do you it. think they really are? No, they definitely are. They definitely are. It's a trap. No, they're definitely up there. And when I find them, I'm going to bring them in and we'll look, look, look through them, read the programme notes and stuff from 96. In my loft, I've got a, a big box of bobbly jumpers. <laughs> Why do I text you things about my personal life? <laughs> oh, dear. It's more exciting, boy. That's the problem. <laughs> wow. Let's talk about this as we're talking about memories and stuff. Oh, yes. Show us what's in your envelope. So, this is my no, Uncle this Martin. This should be like um, thingy. Do you remember when Brendan Rodgers put that, did that in the do- Liverpool documentary? And he got this envelope saying, one of you, one of you is going to let me down. I've got the name of one of you is going to let me down <laughs> in this envelope. Yeah. I don't know. People reckoned it was Raheem Sterling, but I don't know whether it was ever revealed. I reckon you should have one of our names in there. Which one of us is going to let you down? <laughs> anyway, you put a photo on this, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll so my Uncle photo. Martin and Auntie Pam, they got married, Birmingham Register Office, 1st of March, 1975. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so this, How long was that? the day, um, 35 years, is it? 45 years? 45. Great maths. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So that was the cup final with um, Villa beat Norwich 1-0. Ray Graydon, 81st minute, scored. Martin got married. Martin, my dad's brother. And he had tickets to the final and he couldn't go because he come on his wedding day. And um, City preparation. He was photographed. He was in the Mercury, actually. <laughs> he did a big story in the Mercury. That's the photo with the Mercury. <laughs> his Villa scarf there. Nice. So yeah, he weren't too happy. He had t- two tickets in his hand. He got fo- photographed with them, but he obviously got married instead. So um, and this year, the the, cup, the league cup final falls again on his anniversary on the forty fifth year. Nice, exactly look. the same date as well. So yeah, I noticed that. Shame ain't playing now. to be fair, a bit, <laughs> yeah. bit easier, wouldn't it? I wish we were. Yeah. My initial thought as soon as you passed it to me when you showed it me earlier was, oh my god, it looks just like you. You reckon? Yeah. Uh, both living in Portugal now. They're both retired. Oh, really? he, had, he, had, nice. he had a bar called the Buccaneer Bar in the um, not Albufeira the Algarve oh in Portugal yeah oh nice Villa Moura nice uh, sold that up and now they're living over Portugal now what a lovely um, lovely life you ever had long hair Ash? I was going to no. say if you had long hair that looks just like you I think you reckon yeah you got the face and a bit of, but, bit but of that's a big bro that is did your dad look the same uh, not really um, when Martin was in Portugal he grew his hair quite long really? like a pirate yeah <laughs> but no yeah who's that fella in the background looks a bit shady on the left on, on the left I'm not sure the one in the glasses see the one in the glasses yeah that's my uh, great granddad that is wow and 1975 is that you say yeah wow so tell us a story about you my dad, <laughs> dad. So, yeah, not, um, December 6th no December 7th 1997 mum and dad got married I'm in I'm in my uh, three piece suit <laughs> little page boy and uh, it was on Birmingham Registry Office What's that statue, is it? Yeah, it's like Watts or something, wasn't yeah, it? It was over kind of the historical Birmingham statue. The OCC, yeah. isn't it, over yeah. there, that, that way. So they got married in the morning, champagne breakfast at the Holiday Inn. Nice. What not. Yeah, photos, quick, quick. Got got married, got hitched. And then about 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, about got, everyone got, all the lads got taxis down to Villa Park. It was Villa Coventry. <laughs> so yeah, my dad, me, all in our wedding suits in the old end. <laughs> literally. That. And then... Uh, my mum allowed it for some reason. Imagine that happening now. You couldn't imagine, yeah. could you? You miss his little... Yeah, go down the villa then. And we went to the Aston Social after. Dad got rats arsed and whatever. And then <laughs> we went home, yeah. Got married. I think Villa won. Collie Moore, Hendry and Joachim. 3-0. Nice. Worth it then. Yeah, so... <laughs> that's it. Uh, not, not to ask a personal question, but you mum and dad still together? Of course they are, yeah. Love that. Yeah. So it's all, all happy then. <laughs> just about, just to understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the following week. Yeah, love so, that. Yeah. What a nice little story. Have you got any wedding-related villa stories? No. <laughs> 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 I bet you have, really. You I can't think of any. No. My wedding, we had a, a, a villa theme. Did the you? only concession that my wife would make was the <clears throat> table names. Oh, yeah. So... Ah. Obviously, the main kind of head table was McGrath, and we had like Platt, McNally, and all my kind of favourite favourite players down the years. To be honest, but nice. my wife wasn't going to let us have any kind of clout and blue theme and all that all that kind of nonsense. No, um, so, let you go down the villa. No, <laughs> I think we got married at the end of the season. Right? I'm, I'm not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad is always like that with like booking holidays and stuff. So like, oh, I can't go away in April, whatever, because it might be the cup final. Yeah. <laughs> so it never was, never happens. So yeah. No wedding stories for me just yet. Maybe a few years if we're still doing the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, mate. I don't know whether we're going to we're going to do the podcast long enough to find you find oh. your wife. Oh, that's rude. Um, okay, here's a little plug before we go on to our questions. 
from the project that we did last week with Rob Bishop. Oh, from, right, yeah. Some uh, little videos that people are going to see on the website and on the YouTube channel and, and podcast feed at some point. Uh, you don't really know much How about this, do you? Yeah, really lovely. What a lovely bloke. I've met him a few I'm times. I'm glad you've but... said this, by the way, because it means you're actually going to crack on and get around to doing them now. I, th- oh, I thought, they might, thought they might just lie untouched if you didn't <laughs> didn't make it public. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm doing it in the next couple of days. It's in good form, is it? Yeah, as great. Always. Really, really lovely. Loads of good stories. Some nice coffee and biscuits as well made for us. There was. So, yeah, yeah really nice. Um, the one that I'm going to plug now, because we don't give all, all the content away just yet, is the quiz question, the famous one, but I need you to tell it because I can't remember the wording of it, about our friend Eva. I'll give you the answer there, but <laughs> it doesn't matter because no one knows the answer. You know the quiz question. Yeah, but what, what, what's the... What are you asking me to do? I want you to ask, ask, ask the question. You just told the answer? Yeah, but he doesn't know. Eva. <laughs> so he doesn't know the story, and then we can tell the story, and then we can get, get a bit of bish on the podcast. <laughs> Ashley, you're a starter for 10. <laughs> <laughs> Specialist subject is Clown Blue nonsense. Um, I should call the podcast which Aston, Which... Here we go. Which <laughs> Aston Villa player has scored for Aston Villa despite never playing a competitive game for Aston Villa? So which Aston Villa player scored for Villa but that's going, but then, without, without playing, without for, playing Villa. for them? So it's obviously Evans, no? No. No. See, it's a good question. One I didn't know anything about. Which Aston Villa player scored for Villa without actually playing for him? See, I told you you wouldn't know the name. No one knows who this guy is, mate. Evo Stas is the answer. Oh, is he? Have you ever heard of that name before? No. Same. And the story is, which Bish will tell more eloquently than me. I might put a clip in of Bish here, by the way. The story is that he played for Manny Costrava against Villa yeah. in the European Cup sorry the European Cup in the UEFA Cup as Milan Bausch's old team back in 1990 late I, 80s late yeah. 80s early 90s okay. and despite during that game for Manny Costrava he scored an own goal so therefore he scored for Aston Villa yeah. Villa signed him on the back of him playing well I mean although he scored <laughs> an own goal, goal he played well against them in the, in the two legs yeah um, but he got injured as soon as he signed for Villa. So he never actually that played it, never played a competitive game. So there you go. Good quiz question. One of Rob Bishop classic. Because yeah, he did a quiz, didn't he, at, at Villa. So he's fountain of knowledge for all things Villa. Got all his books out and stuff for us yeah. when we arrived. And yeah, got some good stuff out of him, didn't we? Yeah. Brilliant. Good stuff for the League Cup final. Some stories about him working during press days for 96, I think it was. Yeah. So yeah, lots to, lots to come from Bishop. And I'll eventually get round to do the editing. Bit of pressure from you there. Um, <laughs> we had some generic questions on Twitter, sort of like favourite game and stuff like that. And I sent you both the list of questions yesterday, and neither of you have done any preparation. So we're about to wing the following segment. Of the I podcast. was watching Call the Midwife, I think, when you sent oh, them through. Call the Midwife. Yeah. Awful. That's poor from you, that is. What's wrong with Call the Midwife? Nothing. Should we move on? Yeah. Okay. So this thing's like favourite player and first game and stuff like that so it involves a little bit of thinking so I'm hoping that you're just going to be quick on just the clock because I was like I don't remember anything okay. here my, my memory's poor so first one I wrote down favourite player to play for Villa that wasn't considered a proper kind of fan favourite so a Grealish or a Benteke don't count so it's like a player that went under the radar that you that you kind of appreciated okay um, Barry, would you say Barry's a fan favourite yeah I would. <laughs> I would tell me that fan favourite then. I like Hugo, I did. Okay. Hugo was solid, wasn't Centre half, 
man mountains of a bloke. It looks a lot like him. Yeah. Nothing much got past him. Um, other, uh, on the others, it's quite hard not being fan favourites, isn't it? No, no. So it's hard to remember, isn't it? Because if well, they weren't some fan favourites, kind of yeah, if they weren't fan favourites, why did you like them? It's such a small pool. Now answers will vary a little bit from uh, different ages as well. Mine's Barry Bannon. Okay. Um, More modern. I think it was. Go for. He's a great footballer. First of all, <clears throat> I think he kind of arrived on the scene at a difficult time when, mm. you know, I think it's hard for, for academy players, probably like it is now as well. When Villa are in the Premier League, not only have you got to be a good player, you've got to be Premier League ready, you've mm. got to be, you know, physically capable straight away. But I think, and Baz was, was a brilliant player, you know, because little, little wee, wee, wee Barry Bannon was a brilliant player. But I kind of, I was around the training ground a little bit more then as well. And he was just a cracking, <laughs> cracking little bloke as well. Yeah. And, um, he had what I, what was probably one of the first incarnations of an iPad. I've never really seen one of these before. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm from Rowdy Regis. <laughs> and, uh, how's that? I'm across the border, didn't I? Oh, okay. Well, we'll go into that another day. Yeah. But, um, Stay tuned next week. So he's got, this, he's got this iPad and he was sitting in the reception area at Bodymore and I'd been to a press conference or something and I went and had a chat with him because he's like this little dinky little fella. I said, oh, what you got there, Baz? Your mum and dad bought you an Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> and he was like, he, he was, his banter was normally better than mine, to be fair, but he was just, um, I don't know what I share this story. I remember the day, or oh, he he might have made his debut, or a couple of the kids made their debut. It was O'Neill had left, and we played West Ham on the opening day of the season. Yeah, uh, and Kevin McDonald was in charge. Is that the one Milner scored in. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, just before was it Milner's last game? Yeah, or? I think so. Um, anyway, we were out. I don't know how it happened, but we were out and um, meet you. I think <clears throat> on the uh, wow on the Saturday. This, yeah, oh, yeah. I, was a, I was a younger man, <laughs> and. Um, and like we bumped into some of the Villa players there. <laughs> Bannon was in there. And I think he'd made I think he'd made his Premier League debut and probably played about ninety seconds or something. And he thought that was a good enough idea to buy a massive round of champagne <laughs> for about thirty people, like kind of the players, kind of hangers on like me. And I thought, yeah, whenever the question comes up, who is a player? Who's <laughs> <laughs> not a club legend? <laughs> Barry Bannon. Barry Bannon, yeah. Are you sure that the iPad story wasn't just an iPhone? Because he, he was a small man. It was just a normal phone. Don't pick on little bass. big compared to him. Uh, I wrote down Matt Loughton. You were only drinking shots of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Matt Loughton is a player that I liked, but that was, didn't, wasn't necessarily like a, a big name. Yeah. And I've, called, I've tried to keep my answers more modern because my memory's so poor. And Harrahan is a player that's got his little fan base, but a lot of people wouldn't kind of go, yeah, he's the big name, whereas I've always, always liked him. Mm. Yeah. Is it alright? Is it alright? Not bad. Uh, first player you had on the back of your shirt. Did oh. they have shirt numbers and names in your day? <laughs> Do people have names in my day? No, they just <laughs> used to, just, just to have noises. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Noises and poor prints, Mike, in my day. <laughs> was shirt printing a thing? Because it was! No, what do you it, think I am? Oh, I don't know. 40 something? <laughs> Yeah, we get <laughs> we get a pebble and some paint, and we do it like that. Have you got a serious answer? Can you remember? My God, oh my! Actually, the words God. Did you actually? Yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah, and number five as well. Yeah. Okay. Not because it was a McGrath, just particularly religious. <laughs> no, I had God on it. Oh, nice. That's an interesting answer. Thanks. Yeah. Have you got one? I can't remember. I never used to have, have names. No, I, didn't I had. Uh, I was. At, I went to uni in Sunderland three years up there, and okay. Ben just signed from Sunderland. And I got, thought it was a good idea to put a bent in the back of Villa Star. <laughs> and walk around Sunderland. Basically, yeah. Yeah, it's going like this all the time. <laughs> Literally. And there was, they're, they're still fuming now about him leaving. 
And uh, I went to the match before. I don't know how we got on. It might have lost. Ben's had a good chance to equalise. I was walking back. I got I got literally pelters at me. I was, I was I don't know what I, was, I don't know what, what I was thinking. All the Sunderland, I was walking with the Sunderland fans, and there's all like throwing stuff at me. I was like, quickly, gotta get back, back into town. Quick. So I bought it. Bought. Wow. I had a bent number nine top. Nice. When he signed. But, but so you didn't have names on the back of the show as a kid? Previously, nah. Yeah, I, I might have had a York one, but I can't remember. We used to have, me and my mate, used to have our own name. Yeah, I remember having I remember so Dan, Dan at one So he'd have Ant on there. Yeah. And my nickname used to be Ken from Kendrick. So oh, yeah. you'd have these random names. And <laughs> Ken! Ant and Ken. Ken! <laughs> what number? Number nine. Oh, so I was, you always go for number probably, nine, don't you? When no, you go for your own name. Probably fancy myself to number eight. <laughs> Back then, to be honest, even though I was probably playing as a left back for Netherton Colts <laughs> under 16s or something, I remember having Gabby at one point or a Bon Lahore and it being it was, a, it was a pound a letter, wasn't it? I think <sighs> number 11. I don't know what year that would have been 2006 or seven, I guess. It was the 32 red yeah. kit, I think. You need to have big shoulders to carry that off, too. <laughs> yeah, I remember as a kid as well. I'm pretty sure it like went all the way around the shirt, like all the way over to the other side of your, yeah, your back. So, yeah, not a massive fan of shirt printing there. Like, I like it, but if I bought a shirt now, I'd just get it plain. Yeah, same. same. It's the extra costs, and it? it's the patches <laughs> and all this kind of thing. No, I like, I like the look of it. My dad these things, he's thinking, nah, come on, you, you know, do you really need, do you really need Abraham on there? You know, he's only on loan. He's only on loan. Why don't you have him? Oh, yeah, you can't. He's got a short name. He's got a short name. <laughs> it's different now, isn't it? You don't have to pay per letter, I don't think. Don't you? No, I don't think so. I think it's just a generic kind of one-off price whatever you have so it makes sense to get the longer net to get your money oh, well, in that case I'm pretty sure yeah. and everything on there. yeah I'm pretty sure it's just like a flat fee now I've changed oh. it um, <clears throat> best limbs you've ever witnessed now, this is a difficult one for me because obviously I don't go to many away games and it's different at a home game we've talked re- again my only recent memory is the only thing that works the Watford and the Leicester <laughs> games last week were obviously great for the stadium as a whole um, I remember the story that you told before Christmas not on the podcast about the Loughton goal Stoke yeah. Do you want to retell that story for the? Because I don't think that video ever went out. Oh, just, well, uh, <laughs> I don't I've think. Canic, that one. Yeah, yeah. About the, uh, being late with the coach. Just stoke away, and I've had to stop off in Canic, didn't we? Yeah. Explain. I got back on the coach, but that, it should have been about half one, two o'clock. Hour till kick off, <clears throat> and then the coach driver attempted like a four point turn. Is it the biggest boulder you could see? <laughs> Smash into a boulder, pop the tire, and it's basically a free for all. Then to get to get to Stoke from Canic, so everyone's ordering taxis. People are giving blokes lift in the front garden, give him a chuck with his, with his I don't know what he was carrying in, a sofa. So he'd, he'd drop them then for nothing, whatever. It's just a free fall to get to Stoke quick. Sounds like a story from like the 1970s about like the little community. We'll help people out. Yeah, we'll help give you a chuck with that, with that settee, get us in the car, go to Stoke. <laughs> that was that one. But that was, it was great, great away though. Got there about two minutes before kickoff as well. Wow. So, uh, that was pretty touch and go. Um, away games, trying to think. The, the, the um, the wild ones were usually comebacks and late wins, aren't they? Yeah. I'm trying to think, think of one. Trying to think, oh, I wasn't there, but the one. Most of the wild games I've been to, we've been kind all the time. <laughs> yeah. The Everton away that we talked about with the last that, match, that, would, unreal, that would have been great. The one that rings a bell with me, and it's, I don't know, like I said, I don't, I don't think, I don't want people to check the videos of this in case it's completely, you know, fantasy in my head. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and it might not have been limbs, it might have been like um, a very polite kind of ripple of applause, like on a village cricket green. But it was um, on the whole end, back when the whole end was this kind of heaving mass of people. Uh, and Dean Saunders has scored this absolute belting volley against Ipswich. Yeah. And because the ball was in the air for so long, I can I can recall... Is that the one from just, like the side of the penalty area? Yeah, it's kind yeah. of on the Trinity Road side yeah, yeah, towards yeah. the whole end. And... Uh, 
ball's gone up in the air and I can just feel the whole end just moving kind of as one kind of 20 yards in front uh, the good thing about it back then was although it was kind of I don't know whether limbs had been coined as a phrase although it was kind of fairly kind of you know euphoric scenes oh there's the bell although it was euphoric scenes everybody looked after each other there was kind of an etiquette yeah. that whereas because I was one of the younger guys probably got these kind of big six foot lumps who were throwing <laughs> throwing themselves all over the place but they'd still make sure that you're right. you'd the survive okay. with just minor minor cigarette burns rather <laughs> yeah. than any, any serious injury so it was then it was yeah. kind of like I say probably wasn't limbs it was more I don't know, tidal wave. I don't even sort of thought. But. So it's different if it was all standing as well, that everyone kind of just flows together rather yeah. than just jumping up and yeah. Yeah, falling oh, so you'd physically and move, you'd move. You'd find yourself, like I say, yards away from where you originally started. Yeah. Interesting, different times. There's been limbs at Villa Park this year, haven't there? Yeah, Watford, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm thinking of. Do you know Can I do an action storm out? Because I've got to go. Uh, yeah, quick. ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> see you later. Leave an old iTunes review, see you later. If people are still tuning in for the rest of this podcast, what is going on? Oh dear, so just for context, Matt has got a very busy work call. Right. So we're going to do the restaurant. We're almost at the end, to be fair. We've only got like three questions left. I'm going to face you now. <laughs> first goal you saw at Villa Park. That's so hard, isn't it? It's with first game is more more of a thing, I'd say. I but but even first game, I think I was my Uncle Martin then, I think he took me down. I think it was Man City at home, but I'm, I'd be guessing, I'd have been about four. Really? And I think all, all I remember about that game is we sat, well, no, no, where the away fans are sat now. Yeah, yeah. In the Dugelis. And um, there the, the used to be box, there's boxes just above the lower section of the away fans now. Yeah. And the, the sun was shining on them boxes. And I, I couldn't see because of the sun. I couldn't see the pitch, basically. That's all I remember. I went down the villa. I couldn't see because the sun was in my eyes. <laughs> Great story of a first So game. I know. But I can't remember, really. I'm surprised that you got... It's different, isn't it? Because people get into uh, uh, different ages, don't they? So of course I, they do, yeah. I didn't start going properly until I was like nine or ten. Yeah. I didn't so, go as a kid. Because I always remember not being massively into football when I was a little kid. And my dad going off and my granddad, who I go with now. Yeah. And thinking, like, oh, why do you want to go and sit outside in the cold afternoon? Mm. Villa always lose, like, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. you know, early 2000s, sort of O'Leary years. It's like, what, what's the appeal of that? Mm. Um, so I remember going, my first, first game, I don't know who it was against, what the score was. I remember it being a, a lower league cup game, yeah. a night game, or at least being winter and being pitch black, mm. freezing cold, and thinking, part of me thinking, mm, this isn't the best thing ever. I think mm. it was nil-nil. Um, but also having that slight appeal of like, well, there is something special about it still, though, even though the game was rubbish and it was freezing cold, there's yep. still something special about being yep. at Villa Park. Um, my first proper game that I can remember, half remember that I've looked up since this morning, was against Reading in 06, 07. Honestly. So fairly late. Yeah. So I went to the odd game here and there and then was like, yeah, season ticket, like straight away. So it wasn't like a couple of games at home for, throughout the quarters of the season, then season ticket later. Yep. It was like a couple of cup games. And then like, yeah, I like, I like, I love it now. Season ticket. So my first season ticket was 06, 07, which is O'Neill's first year. Mine would have been Brian Little, possibly first year. So my, 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 my I remember I was in K3, up at Holt. Brian Little, then John Gregory in the European Knights. Yeah. And then it went all, our last season ticket was David O'Leary. We, we all went down. We moved to the Trinity then. Yeah. So that was my last season ticket, the David O'Leary era. Wow. So it's a, yeah, it's a long time ago, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, 15 years. Yeah, exactly. So, so what's your like match going? Because obviously you went off to uni and stuff. What was, what was your like? I just pick and choose, and then yeah. literally pick and choose. And whenever the lads want to go down, we all go down together. Um, so we just pick and choose our games. Now, 
I used to be part of the an away away club called the Feasy Lions. Okay, I used to run a coach from the local, the Cat and Fiddle. Kev Cooper used to run that. We used to, used to get us tickets for away games. We used, to, we used to do literally about six away games a year, six, seven, eight. So I, was, I used to go away, away more times than I did home games yeah. back then. Um, but yeah, that, that's my early memories of being in the K3 up at Holt with my dad. And then we, yeah, my dad, my dad got fed up then with the O'Leary stuff and hasn't had a scene ticket since. But we just pick and choose games now. Yeah. Well, it's so hard to go down now, isn't it, really? Yeah, to be fair. Different it's harder circumstances than circumstances working as well now. Of course, yeah. And life gets in the way of uni and all the rest of it. So yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those, isn't it? The opposite for me is that I went, my first season ticket was 06, 07. And mm. I've had the same seat since. Yeah. With my dad and my granddad, we've That's been it. to every home game, as far as, well, as far as I can remember anyway. Um, and kind of seen the best of the modern era, the, yeah. the own era, yeah. then the kind of five or six years of rubbish. And yeah, now yeah. We're, we're back uh, yeah. uh, to what we see now. So, uh, yeah, I think it's 13 years in a row. My, my dad's favourite game, he always goes on about this game, is when. Uh, Ron Atkinson was Sheffield Wednesday manager at the time. Oh, yeah. And he said, I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay at Sheffield Wednesday. I'm Villa interested in him at the time. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not interested. I'm staying at Sheffield Wednesday. I think um, a day or a couple of days later, Doug Ellis got him in at Villa. He signed for Villa. <laughs> and the uh, first game of the season was Villa against Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, away at Hillsborough. And my dad, this is my dad's favourite game, the old Judas before the game, Judas and all that. <laughs> I think Sheffield Wednesday went 1 0 up. Yeah, a winning, and then Villa come back and winning. Staunton and Daly Atkinson scored. I think he said that's the best away game he's ever been to. Wow. Obviously, it's like a, a cesspit kind of thing. All yeah. hating, right? Big run, and big runs gone to Villa. He's, he's, he's done a job on his old club <laughs> literally a week after walking out. Love so he said he's absolutely brilliant. He always goes on about that. He always, always whacks it on YouTube now and again. Oh, nice. So yeah, he, that's, he always remembers that one. Have you got a favourite game? Favourite game. I'll tell you up. what. Might be a funny one. I like the um, Sunderland six one. Oh yeah, Do you remember Is that? that when Vlas scored. Vlas scored Benteke at trick yeah, Monday yeah. night. That was. That was a big game. Huge it? game at the yeah, time. Yeah. That sticks out because we just battered them. Yeah. Um, that, that was Lambert, wasn't it? Lambert, yeah. yeah. Great atmosphere as well for Monday night. As I say, <clears throat> that that one sticks out. Funnily enough, um, other snap memorable games. Leeds in the FA Cup, Carboni one that was quite good. Oh, yeah. And we'll another one for time. me as well. Uh, sending Coventry down. Tony up at night. I think Angel scored. Merson scored. Last game of the season, might maybe. Don't remember it. What year we're talking? Early two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Few season ticket. Yeah. So again, it's weird, isn't it? Like, there's a lot of things that exactly. are just before my time. It's like no, don't even know about it. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sunderland six one. That was a crazy game. Yeah, I'm gonna pick a, a game that's just a an obvious one of Wembley last year. Of course, yeah. Just because, it, like, I don't think you can, the whole day of what comes with something like that is, yeah. it's very, it's an easy cop-out answer. I'm sure there's a game in there against Blues or whatever at home that's been great, but I feel like the, the whole, West Brom semi-final like, yeah, good West as well. Ham, uh, West Ham, West Brom semi-final was great. Well, the Blues Black, always good at now. The Blackburn semi-final, yeah. uh, 6-4. Like you say, even like league games that have meant something, the, there was one, um, uh, QPR and Benteke Sherwood, scored yeah. in, the, in the last second so great memories over the years obviously but as an easy cop out answer Wembley last year it's just of course. A, you can't beat it, can't for, it can for, you? for current times no. unless we do the, the business on March 1st yeah, which yeah, would yeah. be unreal um, last two which I think we might struggle with have you ever applauded an opposition goal uh, yeah I was in the lower halt here I think Sean Wright Phillips scored for Chelsea or something I don't know. I think it was like a free-flowing move. I don't know. I'm a young kid at the time, but I just remember that. I've got a funny memory. I've always think of like odd stuff. I've got like a long-term memory. Um, oh, mate, I'm totally the opposite. Obscure memory. So I remember clapping a Sean Rock Phillips goal in front of the old end. 
the once. What year was that? Skulls Volley? Oh, that, um, that'd have been mid 2000s, I'm guessing. Were you there for that? I wasn't, no. Okay. Gabo Corrali in the, in the Joggers, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> so that was a spe- spectacular goal, wasn't it? But you don't tend to applaud, really, do you? No, when I saw it sent in yesterday, I'm sure that there have definitely been times I've never like literally applauded it, but there's times where I've just gone, you can't do anything about that. No. Like, it's literally unsavable or whatever. Even, mm. I think it was even one this year. I, can't, I couldn't tell you who it was against. My memory's so poor. There's times I've thought, yeah, fair, there's nothing you can do about that. That was unreal. Possibly a, somebody like Liverpool. I don't know. I, I think Dorgao scored a, a cracker against Villa boxing there a few years ago. Palace are playing in black and it's last minute winner it might have been. Top corner. <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? Because obviously the emotion of being a Villa exactly. fan so like you don't, you're no. never going to go, oh yeah, fair play. <laughs> like, thank, thanks for beating us in the last minute but you, when if you're Already, if you're already losing or whatever, and someone scores a wonder goal, you can't just if, have to sit back and go, und, Yeah, fair. Only if Man U fans clapped Grealishes this year. Probably not. Probably not. Man no. United fans. No. Tourists. <laughs> no, no, tourists, yeah. <laughs> I was there for that. We were there for that. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. That was a great goal seen, seen live. Uh, and then the last one worst away kit that you've seen come to Villa Park? Worst away kit? So I can't think of anything for this. I think there's some terrible away kits this Did Man, year. Man U used to have a yellow and green one. Oh, I yeah. That was. yeah, yeah. Um, Never saw it, but no of it. You had a grey one as well, didn't they? Yeah. The away kit Man United have this year is horrible as well. Like that weird, like beigey, pinky colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know what that. Southampton's this year is weird. The grey with like the blue yeah. top. That's weird. So I think years gone by. A dozen dodgy kits. Um, Leeds have got that pinky, haven't they? Is that this year or was that last year? Uh, this year they've got like oh, a like this year? pink Just trying to think stripes. of horrible, horrible kits that I've seen. <laughs> Any blues kit that comes is, Course, yeah. is up there. But... Uh, there's always some dodgy kits. I don't like all the orange and the luminous stuff. I think yeah. Man City have took that on now yeah, with yeah. a couple of them. But Everton have got an orange one this year as well, haven't they, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, again, one of those things that it's just, uh, you don't really pay attention to stuff like that. My, no. my memory's so bad for things, as people know. I'm kind of, even if you said, what, you know, something Villa related, I'd be thinking, oh, yep. not really sure. So paying attention to the, to the opposition is not something that I'll do. Um, so yeah, that kind of wraps up our... Uh, kind of memory lane random podcast people are kind of asking like how we got into supporting Villa and stuff like that um, but it's just family isn't it of course it is your dad takes you down doesn't he and that's how it usually starts buys you all the gear and yeah. you get immersed, it, immersed in it that way did you kind of just know straight away when you were a kid obviously you're going back of course, yeah. 20 odd years of course yeah you just knew yeah basically yeah, my dad bought me the LDV Vans tracksuit and whatnot. He used to take down the Aston Social and that was your club then from there on in yeah. you support the Villa and Dwight York was your hero back then what was your like family like um, set up like did all your family support Villa or was there a split yeah off? yeah basically yeah my, my brother had a weird he, he, he was a Palace supporter for a bit because my <laughs> aunt used to go out with a Palace fan my cousin used to go out with a Palace fan sorry and he he got him uh, a Palace kit wow. and the one year Villa played Palace and my dad took Harvey down into the away end with Palace wow. Palace and Andy Johnson scored at the Holt end and Wayne Wrightley did, did that. Like, he was playing the old end up. And anyway, I think Hendry scored for Villa. Or the Emmy, yeah. Weird. Yeah, he had a Palace kit and he, he liked Palace ever since. But he's, he's still a Villa fan now. I think he's moved to Tottenham fan now because oh, he worked on the stadium. <laughs> so he's glorious, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. So he worked on the stadium. He, like, he likes Tottenham now. But that's. He's not, <laughs> no brother of mine now. I was going to say, it's not, like incomprehensible to me to think, oh yeah, I'm going to go and sports no, now. It's nonsense, isn't it? But now, always have been Villa fans, to be fair. Thanks to me, old man. So. Yeah. Same with my dad, my dad, family, granddad, both Villa. My uh, uncle's Albion, but 
We've got a couple of Albion, got a couple of Blues, mates. Yeah. Um, so we'll wrap up then because we're running out of things to talk about with no game. It's difficult for to do a podcast when Villa aren't playing. In Tottenham this week. No press conferences, no injury news. Uh, no, you know, players have been on holiday. Press conference should about. be Thursday so this week. We possibly will do something more Spurs related but in the back end of the week. Um, but if not, there'll be the usual podcast next Monday when we're talking about Spurs, Spurs game specifically mm. and hopefully... What do you reckon to that? Big game? I think we've got a chance. I think we've got a chance. Hot and we've cold, got, isn't they, Spurs? Yeah, you, it's one of those teams that you class as a big team that you can beat. Whereas with a, obviously a Man City or a, a, a Mourinho a back at the park as well. Maybe not. Struggled there before, hasn't it? Yeah, there's Tottenham are a bit... Only for the uh, sprint, sprinting off the bench with his water <laughs> yeah. at the, the third of third of Fisher. We love that clip. Uh, as long as he's not sprinting down the touchline celebrating, I don't mind. So I've done his knees. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that next week. I think we've got a chance. Well, maybe we can nick a draw. You've got to start picking up points, got, haven't you? To, of course to, you against have, yeah. the teams. Like you said at the start, we've got 14 games. We need... 15 points massive or something. period now isn't it three months you've, got, it you've got to start winning at some point three months 90 days yeah it's mad isn't it I was looking the other day when it, on the league table and it was like 25 played or whatever and I was like yeah. 25 where they go when the season starts and it looks, it's like one game three games four games then all of a sudden Incredible. it's 25 like. it all comes down to this this little 90 day period now yeah I kind of feel like going back to last year with the, the 10 game winning run in the playoff final when yeah. we had to do what we needed to do to get there yeah. I kind of feel like if we can bring that mentality back in it's like right we have to get five wins here we will just kind of somehow manage to do it. Mm. It doesn't quite work like of that. Of course, but no. If they can kind of get into that mentality of, well, oh, it's it's now or never. Oh, God. I kind of back us to. I'm back on thinking about it, it, to be honest. No. It's going to come down to the wire. You think last game? It's, it's looking that way, to be fair. Against West Ham. Hopefully, hopefully it's not, because my, my nerves won't be able to handle it. <laughs> You'll be working. It's different as well when you're working. Oh, God. Reporting on Villa either oh, clinching safety Imagine. or going down. We'll see, but um, they won't go down. Let's not even talk about no, it. No, no, no. It's not going to happen. We're staying up. So Tottenham, Southampton, then Man City. So in the cup what final. What do you reckon their points was? <sighs> three. Three and a couple. You've got to, <laughs> yeah, you've got to aim for three points out of them. Yeah. It's, Tottenham's at home, though, isn't it? So Tottenham's at home, yeah. You've got we played well against decent them. Decent at last home game was Watford. The first, the first game. Yeah. So it could be back to back omens for the first time since God knows how long. Yeah. If you can beat, if you can get something at Spurs, what momentum? That, that, that huge momentum. Oh, that, yeah, it? if you get something at Spurs and then beat Southampton going to the cup final, it's you all never looking, know. In never a one-off know. game, I know it's Man City, but in a one-off game, you never know. Yeah, you never we'll know. Cling on to that. So next week we'll be back with some actual football conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a bit, of, a bit of a ramble to the fact that our third member left twenty minutes ago. It's done us, yeah. Unbelievable scenes. Get some abuse to Matt Kendrick, please, on Twitter for, for <laughs> leaving us. No, don't. Yeah, so thank you, thank you very much for listening to episode 16 of the Current Blue podcast. We'll be back next week. Uh, thank you very much, and up the villa. In a bit. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, up the villa. Up the villa.